Thanks for staying with us here for our radio listeners. And if you're a podcast listener only, we appreciate you as well downloading and subscribing to the podcast each and every week, getting that great information on demand from the Financial Straight Talk podcast hosted by the Financial Straight Talker himself, Jim Fox. How are you, Jim? I am doing outstanding. No titles today. You can tell that we are on a time crunch. Yeah. So we're so our podcasters are like, wow, there's no like funny hellos. It's like right to business, but we ran a little long on our radio show, so we need to squeeze in some time and cover some topics instead of That's us right. yeah. ranting and raving for a while. Well, you know, Jim, we talked about a lot of the concerns that people have and a lot of the reasons that people are reaching out to not just you, but, you know, across the financial industry, there are people in the business who are very, very busy. Their offices are full, their schedules are packed, and they're seeing a lot of people. And everybody's looking for something that is going to help insulate them from some of that uncertainty out there. Some of the things that we talked about in the radio show this week that are causing concern. And Jim, what does that typically lead to in your eyes and in, in your experience? Dinner seminars, annuity salespeople, life insurance sales. I mean, it just, the volatility brings people out of the woodwork to yeah. sell you products. That's what happens, Jerry. Yeah. And so this week, what we want to do for our listeners is talk about these products. And if you're being offered or if you're being sold one of these products, what are the things to look out for? And what are the basics that you need to be aware of if you find yourself in that circumstance where you're you're looking for alternatives to the market and the uh, volatility that we're all going through, these are some of the things that you really need to know. So, Jim, uh, we're talking about annuities today, and, and we won't be shy about that. Why are we talking about annuities? We kind of talked about that, but this is just what's what's going on right now. They're being pitched to a lot of people. Everybody. And the reason that this is happening is over the past couple of weeks from our last two workshops, there are folks that are coming in and they have so many annuities. The last gentleman had more annuities than pretty much anyone I've seen. And, and one of the conversations I had with him was, hey, look, man, I feel horrible for the situation that you've been put in. And I think people could have given you better advice mm. and pointed you in better directions than literally the answer is buy an annuity, buy an annuity, buy an annuity. And he had, I want to say 11 or 12 annuities, Jerry. Wow. It's absolutely Insane. Another gentleman came through the door. He was from out of state. He was 70 years old with an annuity that had a 13 year surrender period, Jerry. Ooh. What, like these things don't make sense. So that's why we wanted to put this podcast together because listen, guys. I know it's coming. I know it's going to happen as the markets get more volatile. And we want to arm you with the tools and knowledge to make better financial decisions. You know, Jerry, we've heard it before. Are annuities good and bad, right? Are they good well, was, or that, are they bad? That's what I was about to say, Jim. You know, we see uh, some people that it's their answer for everything. And then there's some people who say, and we won't mention them by name, but there's some people who say, I'd die and go to hell before I sold someone an annuity. <laughs> and, and so what is it really? Yeah, it, it's a tool. That's okay. the deal. Yeah. It is a tool. And I want you guys to think of it as a financial tool. Now, what it isn't, and I think this is super important that we clarify this, it is not an investment, okay? It's an insurance product. And so many people that sell it, right, they represent it as an investment. It is not an investment. It's an insurance product. And we utilize it if there's certain things that we need to accomplish, which we're gonna go through our kind of punch list here in just a second. And I think I'll cover each kind of individual point, but it's 
it's important to understand the majority of times that I see somebody have an annuity and they don't really have a good reason to have it, that's kind of the bad stuff. That's what gives the industry a bad name. Also, let's just get real. The people that are selling it to them sometimes, you know, aren't aren't the most, you know, on, on Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for, fancy man. All right. We <laughs> we want to make sure that it's the right fit. And there can be a lot of problems when it comes to annuities. There's different types of annuities, Jerry. You got to think about this. There's variable, there's fixed, there's fixed index, there's one called hybrid, which cracks me up. There's in Florida, to kind of give you an example, there are two thousand plus annuities available that I can personally sell in Florida alone. Over 2,000. Wow. Jerry, do you realize I really only use three? And if I need, there's two others that I can add to it. The majority of them I feel are horrendous products. And let me help you out. The majority of annuities that I see coming into my office are not those good ones. Why? The other ones pay more and people mm. are selling the other ones. So please, as we go through this, please use this podcast as a tool to help you from becoming a victim, to help you become knowledgeable. And I wanted to look it up and how to say it in the Latin language, but it's buyer beware. Do you know how to say that in Latin, Jerry? I can't remember. I think it's caveat emptor, Jim. So, so, so we've got the fancy language. The buyer out yeah, beware. Buyer beware. Right. You were like a Harry Potter guy. You know that. <laughs> it's like you're casting a spell. I'll here. go get my wand and uh, start start making so, spells. Yes. So let's talk about those seven key points. And there's a bonus at the end of this that I want you as a person who is trying to make better financial decisions aware of when it comes to annuities. And I don't expect you to remember all of these. So come back, listen to it again, take notes, pick up the phone, give us a shout because we want to make sure that we help you along the way. Jerry, number one, what did I title the first thing we needed to talk about? Knowledge. Knowledge is the person that's sitting on the other side of that desk. Do they have the knowledge to make the recommendations that they make? Now, everyone's going to say what? Of course I do. But I want you to think about this. A lot of people that buy annuities are buying annuities from somebody who doesn't even have an investment license, Jerry. Mm. Think about that. You do not have to have an investment license to sell an annuity. Think about how scary that is, right? So what I tell people all the time is if you're going to talk to somebody about an annuity, make sure that they can do something other than just annuities, right? Because right. if I can only sell annuities, what's the answer to all of my questions? Yeah. Annuities. It, it, that's the old saying, you know, if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. That's it. And that's what we want you to understand. So how can you do that? You can go and you can go to FINRA Broker Check. You can look them up. You can see if they have a license. You can ask them very, very pointedly. But we want to make sure that the people have the knowledge that you need to make the right decision. When you ask them a question, if they can't answer it, pretty good indicator that guess what? They lack the knowledge to make these recommendations to you and they're selling a particular product just like they sold to the person before you and before them and before them. That's what we're trying to look out for. 
All right, so you want to make sure that they have a variety of tools to help build that financial house that you want in retirement. Now, Jim, the next point on this list is the cost. Uh, what, what are we talking about here with the cost of annuities? Because fees are a big concern, They're not huge. just in re- annuities, but also in retirement accounts, and, and fees can really eat up. Yeah, and if you go back 15, 20, 30 years and you look at annuities, they were so fee-filled, right? I mean, there's a fee. It's like, you know, you want to open an envelope. There's a fee for that. You want to <laughs> you want to use the bathroom. There's a fee for that. You want us to print in English. There's an extra fee for that, right? It's like all these fees called mortality and expense fees. And there's a lot of other administrative fees. One of the things I want you guys to understand that if you're going to buy an annuity, you need to understand how their cost structure is designed. I don't have enough time to do this in one take, so we're going to have to hit this later on as well. But there are fees, which means you pay the fee regardless of if your account goes up or down. So think about this, Jerry. If you have an annuity and it has a negative five and it's a fixed index annuity, well, you're going to get a zero on that because you can't take a negative. You can only get a zero, right? Mm -hmm. But if it has a fee, guess what? You still got to pay the fee, which reduces your principle. Mm. Now, the alternative to that is something called a spread. They can only take the spread. The company can only earn the money if they make it for you. So let me give you a really generic example. Let's say the spread is 1% and your index does 10. They get one, you get nine. Pretty good deal, right? Sounds all right to me. If it does zero, they get zero and you get zero because that's the way it works. If it does negative four, you get a zero, they get a zero because we can't lose money. If it does positive one, so it makes 1%, guess where that 1% goes? The first 1% in this example goes to the annuity company. And you have to be okay with that. There are other things that we look at called caps. And a cap is exactly some TikTok kids right now are like, no cap, no cap. No, it doesn't mean no cap. All right. <laughs> and some of our old people are like, what does that mean? You look it up on TikTok. Yeah. So when it comes to caps, Ask it's, your, uh, grandkids. it's the amount of money that your income account or your index can make. So typically I'll see say on the S&P 500, a cap of 5%. So if the S&P does 10, you're only going to get five. If it does four, you're going to get four. If it does six, you're only going to get five. So it caps your earnings potential. And then there's something called par rates or participation rates. And sometimes what you'll see is, is it'll say, hey, look, your par rate is 40%. Jerry, what that means in English is if the index does 10, you're only going to get 40% of it or 4%. Mm. You've got to be careful. I like spreads only, no fees, no caps with a hundred percent or greater participation rate. These are the things you want to watch out for. That leads us to our point number three, Jerry, which is index options, right? Mm -hmm. Now you got to be careful because people are going to sit down and talk to you about indexes and all this other stuff. Look how much money it's made. The reality is, is when you look at indexes, a lot of these have only been around, and I had a guy show me one, Jerry, a week and a half ago. This index has been around for two and a half months. Oh my gosh. Two and a half months. Yet he was talking to me and he was saying, I have a 20 year track record. And I want you guys to understand something when it comes to these options that they're showing you. I'm not saying it's bad. I want you to have the information. This index is two and a half months old, not 20 years old. So how are they showing me a 20 year track record, Jerry? That's the question. They use what's called back 
tested data. And they say, if we could go back in time with this index, this is how it would have performed. Well, Jerry, if I could go back in time after a trip to Vegas, I would have performed better too. Sure. Think about that for a second. So you want to make sure when you're looking at index options that you look for things that are more realistic. I love S&P 500. I love indexes that have been around for 5, 8, 10, 12, 15, 20 years, but I don't like things that have been around for two weeks that show a 9% rate of return, Jerry. That's scary. Be careful and understand that index options are not always as clear as they look, so you want to do your due diligence on that. Okay, Jim, that's uh, good advice there. Uh, the next point that you've got on this list, number four, is uh, company choices. So where you get this from matters. It does. And I tell people a lot of times, really simple, and I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers right now, and I know that there's some insurance guys that are listening that will not like me. We do not sell anything under A-rated companies in our firm. Okay, we want the highest ratings that we can possibly find. Now, does that mean if someone's selling you a B-rated product that that's a problem? I didn't say that. I'm telling you where we come from. We want strong financial strength. And what I found is, is when a consumer questions the financial strength of a company, of an annuity that's being sold to them, Typically, it's a lot of double talk and beating around the bush instead of saying, here's why I picked this because they paid me more money. Mm. Instead, it's, well, solvency rate and all this other stuff. Listen, it's a rule in our office. We want to deal with the cream of the crop. We want to stack the deck in our favor to get the best products that we possibly can. For annuities, Jerry, we focus on a 4 to 6% rate of return. I have seen people try and sell 8 9 and 10% rates of return on annuities. Do I have clients that have seen returns like this? Absolutely. Does it happen all the time? Absolutely not. Mm. Super important to understand. So you want to make sure that you're dealing with a good company that has a good reputation. And that's the focus for us there. All right, Jim. So the next point on this deals with that rate of return and something else. The smoke and mirrors <laughs> portion of this. What, what are we talking about here? Oh, my God. So one of the things that I love is somebody comes in and there's a product and I don't want to say the name and, and create all kinds of drama for our compliance team right now. But they will give you a 20 percent bonus. Bonus, Jerry, if you've got a hundred thousand dollars and they'll give you 20, doesn't that sound like a pretty good deal? Yeah. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want the? Well, here's a little caveat. That 20% bonus isn't really your money. It's actually an income rider bonus. So it sits on an income line. And so it's not really there for you. If you die, you don't get to keep it. It's only used to calculate your income. That's all it's used for. The other thing about that particular product is you've got to wait 10 years to turn it on. Mm. It's insane. And so many people come and say, well, I got a 20% bonus. I've got a 10% bonus. The key here, guys, is you do not want an income bonus. You want what's called a premium bonus. What does that mean? That means they're going to give you the money on the front end, and it's yours. And if you die two days into this, your family gets 100% of that bonus. Jerry, that's super important. A lot of people miss that. Premium bonus is super important. If you're getting a bonus, it's premium. Typically, Jerry, that's five or six or seven percent. I've never seen them 10, 12, 20 percent. The next one is we hear people all the time say, my annuity is paying me six percent guaranteed, eight percent guaranteed. 
I got to breathe through this, guys. I can't stress this enough. If they were really paying that much, don't you think I would want it too? Don't you really? Yes, they are paying you that money, but it's on an income rider, not on your account value. What I mean by that is if you don't convert it into a pension-like income, that guarantee doesn't exist. You're stuck with whatever the market does. I've sat down with people who have engineering degrees, who have PhDs, mathematicians, and Jerry, I have to die on the sword with them explaining that they're not getting a 7% rate of return from their annuity. And when I go show it to them, Jerry, you know that vein we talk about every other week it feels like? Yeah, it starts popping out of their head. Yes. Guys, no one is going to give you free guaranteed rates of return. It's going to be on that income side. If you get a fixed annuity, fixed, not fixed index, they're going to pay you maybe over three years, 2%, 3%, but you're not going to get any 5 6 7% rate of return guaranteed on your account value. It's always on your income stream. Don't fall for it. And if you have one and you don't believe me, pick up the phone. We will show you and your paperwork how it really works. It will absolutely blow you away. All right, Jim. So we're running short on time here. So we really need to uh, kind of consolidate these last two points. Um, and I think that this is one of the most important things. What job does it need to do? What is it there for? Understand something. Annuities, very simply put, have a job to do. They're either going to pay you an income, like a pension for you and your spouse or just you. They're going to appreciate and avoid market volatility. They're going to be for a death benefit for your family. They're going to protect your principal because you're worried about market volatility. Or last but not least, some people use them for a long-term care aspect because they can't qualify it on their own. Okay, so those are some of the objectives, the jobs that an annuity would be useful for. Jim, the last point here, what are your eject button options? What do you mean by that? I love this, and this is something that no annuity guys spend time talking about. Listen, an annuity is a contract between you and an insurance company. Three years, five years, seven years, 10 years, like I said before, 13 years, 15 years. And you could theoretically be stuck in this account for those many years. Whenever we use an annuity in our firm, one of the things we talk about is if you decided you wanted to get out of this annuity, at what point would you be able to do so without taking a loss of your principal? I call it the eject button, okay? And it's super important that if you get into an annuity that you understand that if you change your mind and you want to do something different, how do you get out? And when you ask somebody that question who doesn't have our first point knowledge, they're going to stammer and stutter. Understand something. I'm a Marine. We never walk into something that we don't know how to get out of. That includes an airplane, a restaurant. I don't care where I'm going. I know how to get out of that restaurant, that place, the same applies for an annuity because life happens, things changes, and you got to know how to get out and what your break-even analysis looks like. All right, so those are some of the important points to know if you're being offered an annuity, if you have been offered an annuity, or if you're interested in finding out, hey, is this a tool that could be useful for me. Jim, we expect these to continue to be uh, very popular financial products that people are going to be marketing. And so this, this is a little bit of what to watch out for and what to know about annuities in general. Might give you some good ideas on questions to ask if you're in an appointment or something like that or at a workshop. Any final points that you'd like to make to sort of let our listeners have that financial straight talk perspective and know what to look out for? 
Absolutely. And it's really simple. Don't let someone sell you an annuity. I can't stress that enough. Do not allow somebody to sell you an annuity. Instead, it should be part of your retirement picture. It's there to serve a purpose and help you accomplish a goal. And you need to make sure that whoever you're working with is there to help improve your retirement situation, not just sell you a product. I can't stress it enough how many times people come into my office who have annuities that were missold to them, sold to them for the wrong reasons, and these are the things I'm trying to help you avoid. If you're being pressured, if you don't understand something, if the person is emailing, texting you, and blowing you up, it is okay. Circle the wagons, get some information, make better decisions, but understand that you're responsible for making the right decision for you and your family, and don't allow a salesman to come through the door and convince you to buy something that doesn't fit your needs. Well, we want to make sure that you have the information you need to make the right decision for yourself. And if you've been offered an annuity, if you have any kinds of questions about maybe a product that you're already in, Jim can take a look at that for you. If you're interested in that, you can reach out to us today at 321-414-7526. That's 321-414-PLAN. And you can also find us online at yourwfg.com. Jim, we've run short on time this week, so we've got to go. But I love that you make yourself available as a resource for our listeners and for the people here in the Space Coast. But that's all the time that we've got. We'll be back at the same time next week on the radio. Make sure that you are subscribed to our podcast if you want to get that financial straight talk on demand every single week. Jim, I'll give you the last word. Thanks so much, Jerry. Well, guys, every week we just want to say thank you. We know that you've got tons of options when it comes to getting information. We're honored to be one of those resources. So like Jerry said, if there's anything we can do for you, don't hesitate. Reach out and let us know. But on behalf of myself and the rock doctor himself, Mr. Jerry Payne, I'm going to thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Financial Straight Talk. is a registered representative of World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Wadadley Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Fox, NPN Insurance License Number 243-4449.